My name is Jonas Acevedo, and I'm the host of the Infinite Journey ATX. This podcast is going to be about different lessons in fitness, different nuggets um, that you can hopefully take and add to your routine or your regimen and help to add value to those people looking to level up their fitness. Um, This is going to be a short podcast. These episodes are 7 to 14 minutes. The goal is to just condense the knowledge that I have over the last seven years of training and get this out to a broader audience than just the clients in our gym. If you're looking to find more about us, uh, visit us at infinitefitnessaustin.com. Feel free to uh, reach out to us if you have any questions. You can find a link to talk to a trainer on that website as well. This episode is going to be about how to create a strength training program for runners and how we do so. Um, I was just working with one of my clients, Chris, and um, what we've done with his program is um, his one lift is going to be hex bar deadlift, and then everything else he has is unilateral work. So here's some general guidance for creating your own structured um, strength training program if you're a runner endurance athlete. The big emphasis on this is going to be unilateral work that's actually going to be the most important i don't really care how much you squat how much you deadlift certainly not how much you bench press some some of our runners want to do that maybe for vanity reasons and and that's great that's another reason Uh, that's another whole nother story but um for our runners we typically have a checklist of the things that we want in every program we want at least half of their lower body exercises to be unilateral. That means one leg. This can be single leg squat, single leg deadlift. Um, this could be a split squat. That's a single leg. That's a unilateral um, rear foot elevated split squat. Depending on your level of um, athleticism, meaning your ability to move and do these movements, will depend on how complex that is. Um, so we need at least half of the lower body work to be on one leg, if not more. Again, the example that I was using is uh, my client Chris. He does the only bilateral, the only two-leg lower body exercise he does is a hex bar deadlift. Um, It's kind of like a squat. It's kind of like a hinge. I'll get a little bit more into that as the episode goes on. So we always want to make sure we do unilateral work. The second checklist is going to be that we have an equal amount of knee-dominant and hip-dominant movements. So examples of hip dominance are anything... Um, that hinges from the hip more so than from the knee. So deadlifts, kettlebell swings, bridges, good mornings, those are all examples. Of course, you can do those one leg. Anything knee dominant is going to be squats, step ups, split squats, one leg squats. So the really big key is that we want to make sure that we're doing both of them in each workout. You don't want to do just knee dominant exercises. Um, because runners have weak hips so you need um, if anything we may even do a little bit more of the hip uh, dominant exercises so but it's really crucial that you have both Um, so you need both unilateral bilateral you need both hip dominant and knee dominant and that's where the hex bar comes back into play because the hex bar can be a little bit of both Runners don't need as much bilateral work as they do unilateral. So they don't need the strength on two legs as they as much as they do on one leg. The one leg strength really helps to create balance and helps to um, create balance between the le- strength of the left and right leg. A lot of the runners that I see 
have come to us after injury have done have been become injured because of overuse exercise uh, overuse injuries overuse injuries stem from one side usually being stronger than the other so unilateral work is key and for Chris for instance the only bilateral work we do is a hex bar deadlift everything else we do is going to be one leg work now is there science that says high intensity low reps is good for runners for instance deadlifts yeah sure but what's the risk to reward ratio when doing so when doing a deadlift most of my runners is not most but a lot of my runners have really long legs that's really hard to get into a good deadlift position unless you're doing a hex bar and again hex bar is a little bit of a knee dominant and hip dominant it's kind of even so i like to throw that in there um instead of having um instead of having to force somebody to do deadlifts or 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 any types of squats so the last thing as far as lower body goes is going to be to add in some work in different planes of movement runners move in a straight line back and forth they're usually not doing lateral work they're usually especially not doing anything rotational so because of that the third priority is going to be adding in possibly something like lateral lunges there's a ton of different type of lateral lunges lateral step ups we want to get our clients moving in that direction again the really top priority is that they're doing unilateral work and that they're doing an even distribution of hip and quad dominant work but um, the third priority is to get in some some type of lateral or something like that so these are going to be the top recommendations for runners to add into their program Um, of course we want to add in plenty of core and the upper body just to be able to not leave it out but the main thing when i'm training runners is focusing on how we put together their lower body program so um, ideally you want all of these in one workout Um, for most runners what the prescription looks like is um, one bilateral workout for probably two to three sets one unilateral workout for two to three sets and sometimes an extra unilateral workout for two to three sets Um, So we don't do any more than that. We're not trying to pile on volume. We want to get them as strong as we can without adding any more load or stress than we have to. So minimum effective dosage. So that's what our our runner's training program looks like. That's what we found to be most successful, not push them and get them injured, but at least gets them stronger so that way they can avoid injury. Thanks for listening to this episode of Infinite Journeys. If you have any questions about your training or fitness at all, anything that we talked about, feel free to shoot me an email at jonas at infinitefitnessaustin.com and I'll personally reply. Um, If you're looking for more about us or our facility, you can find more at www.infinitefitnessaustin.com.